To defeat my enemy, I extinguish his life and consume him as I consume these flames. <laughs> you shoot me in a dream, you better wake up and apologize. <laughs> English, motherfucker, do you speak it? I thought you said he was a getaway driver. What the fuck can he get away from, eh? I'm gonna make him an offer again with you. Forget it, Jake, it's Chinatown. He pulls a knife, you pull a gun. He sends one of yours to the hospital, you send one of his to the morgue. That's the Chicago. That's how you get the ball. I heard you paint houses. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Brackets and B-Rolls, the podcast that brings together March Madness and movies in the best way possible. It's me, it's your host, Fly Guy Ty, a.k.a. Ty, uh, you know, the one and only, coming at y'all from a different, a bit of a different recording uh, location. So if I sound a bit uh, different, that is what that is. Uh, we're, trying something, we're trying something a little different over here. Uh, myself and my lovely co-host, the one and only... The lovely, with me as always, my boy, Quattro. Man, I can't introduce myself these days. What's going on? Hey, bro, my fault, uh, my fault. My I mean, fault. I don't put your business out there, but I feel like you're not trying something different. But, you know, <laughs> whatever. But, nah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like he said, it's your boy, Quattro. I'm back on the mic, baby. Hey, bro, I'm, I am indeed trying something different uh, by virtue of I have no other options. So... <laughs> Uh, hey, the season's almost over. I doubt I'll be in this place at max for another episode. Actually, if we do any under reviews, it'll probably be in this place. So we'll fucking see. In case you're wondering, I'm in a dumpster. All right, let's go ahead and get into it. Hey, man, um, how you been, bro? I've been good, man. I uh, summer classes spot start back up, or well, not back up, but start up. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, summer summer's about to heat up. I'm excited to, you know, go on trips and hang out with friends, do all that stuff. So, yeah, man. Doing hey, good. What, How about up, you? Um, not too shabby, man. I'm on my my uh, my summer break right now. I gave myself a week of just, like, relaxing before I really get into it for real, for real. Because uh, so, summer classes are going to start in a couple weeks, I'm sure. And uh, I'm going I'm to be working pretty much all summer trying to, trying to stack this paper. So, oh, um, my boyfriend, no way. Oh, yeah, bro. Raw. Yeah, bro. Um, but yeah, that's that's about that's all I'm in. That's all I've uh, been up to this past since the last time we recorded. You know, just been hanging out, watching a lot of movies or not a lot, but I've got a chance to see a good some good stuff. Got even more stuff uh, coming down the pipeline. So next time we do an under review, maybe we'll talk about them. But we don't do that on this show. In this show, we keep our focus. And by keeping our focus, I'm going to go ahead and keep us going. You guys can go ahead and leave us five-star ratings and reviews on the Apple Podcasts app. Uh, you know, that helps us get organic exposure, helps people find our show. I think we have a pretty fun time here. I hope you, uh, the listeners, also think we have a good time here. Uh, I hope you would like this, to see this show grow, uh, f- help other people find us, clowns talking about uh, movies and shit. Um so yeah, go ahead and leave us those five star ratings and reviews on the Apple Podcast app. I really wish other services uh, allowed for that, but they don't for some reason. Um, they're kind of kind of whack with that shit, but whatever. Um, anyway, now it's time to go ahead and hop into it. So first of all, uh, in case we did take a week off, so let's just go ahead and recap what the whole show has been thus far. Uh, so first couple episodes, first few episodes, we reviewed. 
the the twenty six films we picked for this genre, crime and gangster, uh, this this season, wise guys and mob ties. We've been doing the crime and gangster genre, and so uh, first four episodes, I believe, we were just reviewing movies, and then uh, I know, was it the first six? Yeah, I think it was the first six. Yeah, it was the first six episodes we were reviewing movies. Then last ep- the most recent episode, the one that came out uh, two weeks ago, as of uh, this release date, uh, we came out with the Sweet 16. So we did all eight matchups of the Sweet 16. We came out with our uh, what won those days, and now it's time for us to go ahead and move on. We got the Elite Eight first, and then after that, we're going to tackle the Final Four. And because, you know, episode nine, right around the corner, it's the season finale, folks. I hope y'all are excited as we are, because I don't know about you, Quattro. I am motherfucking hype. Yeah, I'm excited to see to see what movie comes out on top. Yeah, man. And uh, it's it's been a good time. It's uh, real fun. I'm really excited to get this first season under our belt so we can come back at y'all with season two. Brackets and B-rolls. Yes, sir. Got to figure out that genre. But that's another conversation for another day. Let's go ahead and hop into it. Uh, in case you guys were forgetting, wondering what uh, won last week, or last uh, episode, I suppose, uh, we had On the Waterfront, The Godfather, Reservoir Dogs, The Untouchables, uh, Goodfellas, Scarface, and The Irishman, and Pulp Fiction. So without further ado, let's go ahead and hop into it. We have uh, the first matchup of the Elite Eight. The first seed, the one number one seed, On the Waterfront versus the number nine seed, The Godfather. So, On the Waterfront, released in 1954, directed by Elia Kazan, written by Bud Schulberg, starring Marlon Brando, Carl Madden, Lee J. Cobb, and Rod Steiger. You don't understand. I could have had class. I could have been a contender. I could have been somebody instead of a bum, which is what I am. Let's face it. And we have The Godfather, released in 1972, directed by Francis Ford Coppola, written by Francis Ford Coppola and Mario Puzo, starring Marlon Brando, Al Pacino, James Caan, and Richard S. Castellano. You spend time with your family? Sure I do. Good. Because a man who doesn't spend time with his family can never be a real man. You look terrible. I want you to eat. I want you to rest well, and a month from now, this Hollywood big shot's gonna give you what you want. Too late. They start shooting in a week. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. What are you thinking, man? Where are we going with this one? As we've, every time we've talked about these two films, we've talked about the iconicism and the fact that we'd have none of the, uh, none of the, uh, none of the films on this list without these two films in particular. Yeah, definitely. Uh, on the Waterfront and The Godfather. As much as I love On the Waterfront uh, a lot more than you do, I have to go The Godfather, man. Just The Godfather took the baton from On the Waterfront and just lapped it. It, it is so good. Um, the theme of family. Just the theme of, uh, I lost my other thought, but the theme of family, just the story, um, the characters, the cinematography, the, the score that still holds up today. I mean, The Godfather is the uh, almost the obvious choice between the two. Definitely, definitely. Uh, for what it's worth, I don't, I think you do love On the Waterfront more than I do, but I still really enjoy On the Waterfront. I, um, 
I will say doing this show and then re-listening to episodes or uh, a little bit it makes me want to revisit some of these movies, like the, the especially the ones that I've never that I've only seen once, like On the Waterfront, uh, The Godfather, uh, Casino, uh, Miller's Crossing. Like just off the top of my head, those are some that like I've been oh, fuck that movie. But yeah, hey, hey, never mind. You know what? I'm gonna stay civil. <laughs> I'm gonna stay civil. I'm not gonna let you get me. I'm not gonna let you make me act out of character. Anyway, moving on. The Godfather, as you said, it is almost the obvious choice. It feels like the quintessential gangster flick. Um, it, it definitely encompasses what we have here with this season uh, beautifully. And it uh, it makes total sense for this one to move on. On the Waterfront, very influential, very uh, uh, inspirational, very important in this genre. But... Without it, and without it, we would not be where we are today as far as this show is concerned with this season. But with that being said, The Godfather is just so much better on so many levels. So I think we have it, folks. I think The Godfather will be moving on to the final four. Congratulations to all involved. Let's move on. Matchup number two, we have the number four seed, Reservoir Dogs, versus the number 12 seed, The Untouchables. So Reservoir Dogs, released in 1992, directed by Quentin Tarantino, written by Quentin Tarantino and Roger Avery, starring Harvey Keitel, Tim Roth, Michael Madsen, and Chris Penn. Hey, Joe. Want me to shoot this guy? Shit. (laughs) You shoot me in a dream, you better wake up and apologize. And we have The Untouchables, released in 1987, directed by Brian De Palma, written by David Mamet, Oscar Fraley, and Elliot Ness, Starring Kevin Costner, Sean Connery, Charles Martin's Charles Martin Smith, and Andy Garcia. I want you to get this fuck where he breathes. I want you to find this Nancy boy, Elliot Ness. I want him dead. I want his family dead. I want his house burnt to the ground. I want to go to the middle of the night. I want to piss on his ass. So, this one was a bit of a was a bit of a Cinderella from last round. Um, a bit of a dark horse, uh, if you will. Uh, this one was not. Uh, Says you. It was uh, anyway. Uh, it was not supposed to move on this far. This one's definitely living on borrowed time. But hey, it made it this far. Uh, right. Reservoir Dogs is living on borrowed time. Hey, hey, let's not let's not get crazy. Um, <laughs> the Departed uh, was stunned by this the one. Departed no was one, not stunned, but okay. Uh, the Departed one was most certainly stunned to see a movie like The Untouchables move past it. Um, but hey. It, it had a nice run, made it to the Elite Eight. I'm going to go ahead and say right now, though, you're not convincing me that The Untouchables is better than Reservoir Dogs. Um, I had no plans to. Why the fuck you lying? Why you always lying? Mm, oh, my God. Stop fucking lying. Okay, good. As, as much as I wanted The Untouchables to... to not maybe not win the whole thing because come on now, God, but, please, please <laughs> we, come on. We couldn't, we couldn't do this show if the, if it won, but yes, you're damn right. But you know, it, it is sad to see it go. I do love that movie a lot. It's probably one of my favorites out of the whole set, uh, the whole season. Um, but Reservoir Dogs takes it by a very long shot. Um, Quentin Tarantino was in his, in his back with this one, and um, and I I think I ask this every time I talk about this movie. His first one, right? This is his first. Yes, this is this is what he this is his directorial debut. 
Yeah, um, and a very good one at that. So hats off to him, man. It's just, it moves on. Awesome. Well, you look at that, folks. Very, very happy to say it. You love to see it. Uh, I will say The Untouchables kind of sits in that in that category with my other with the other films that I noted mentioned earlier about things that I'd like to revisit because of how highly you praise it. I just need to revisit it to see if you're tripping or not. Because um, off the top of my head, it feels like you're tripping. But hey, you know, maybe maybe, maybe there's something I'm missing. Uh, but thankfully, you weren't tripping hard enough to let it move on. Let's go ahead and move on, though. Reservoir Dogs moving on to the final four. So we have the third matchup of the final four, or excuse me, the Elite Eight. We got the number two seed, Goodfellas, versus the number 10 seed, Scarface. Uh, Goodfellas, released in 1990, directed by Martin Scorsese, written by Martin Scorsese and Nicholas Pileggi, starring Ray Liotta, Robert De Niro, Joe Pesci, and Lorraine Bracco. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Uh, and we have Scarface, released in 1983, directed by Brian De Palma, written by Oliver Stone and Armitage Trail, starring Al Pacino, Stephen Bauer, Michelle Pfeiffer, and Mary Elizabeth Mastrantonio. What I try to tell you, this country, you've got to make the money first. Then when you get the money, you get the power. Then when you get the power, then you get the woman. That's why you've got to make your own moves. Ooh, say that again. Mastrantonio. Oh, <laughs> it'd be hilarious if that's not how you pronounce that woman's name. Uh, that would be that would be how I pronounce it. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, I will say uh, this one. Uh, similarly to the last round, we had a bit of a controversy. Uh, Goodfellas was almost upset by the gentleman uh, in the last round. Uh, I, I had to fight tooth and nail for it, which is very strange. I never thought that I, of all people, would be fighting for Goodfellas, seeing as I am probably the biggest per one of the biggest detractors of that damn movie. I will scream it from the rooftops. It is overrated, far from Martin Scorsese's best work, and definitely not his best gangster movie. Uh, but hey, here it is. It, it ended up moving on, and we had Scarface, something that you didn't like. Mm -mm. Um, at all, but it was going up against another movie that you didn't like in Miller's Crossing, so that one was kind of it. It was a it was a lesser two evils type deal. Yeah, yeah. So this one's tough. I'm gonna let you go ahead and talk talk me through your process, man. What you thinking? This one's tough because it's like Goodfellas has a lot of good things. The last 45 minutes, you know, just great acting. But putting this movie next to Scarface, I enjoy Scarface a little more than I do Goodfellas. Mm -hmm. Performance-wise, it's definitely Goodfellas. I will say, oh, if only man. because of the volume of actors in Goodfellas, because like you know, you got Pesci. Even if you want to discount Leota, because I'm not a big, I'm not the biggest fan of Leota's performance, but Pesci. De Niro, uh, even Lorraine Bracco, if you want to add her in there. I, yeah. Hers was, her. I would not consider well, you her. you have to. She won the Oscar for it. Oh, she did? I believe she won the Oscar. Or, oh. At the very least, I mean, let me look that up. I mean, like, I, to be fair, I don't necessarily, We, if you didn't listen to our uh, under review of the 93rd Academy Awards, go check that out. But we uh, took a lot of time to express how much we don't necessarily believe in the Oscars. 
Um, oh no, she was nominated. She didn't she was win nominated. It. Okay, I knew she was either nominated or won it. Okay. Yeah, the only the only Oscar winner for this movie was uh, Joe Pesci in Best Supporting. Bro, but... they won a Razzie in '84 for Worst Director. <laughs> really? Yeah. Scarface did. Yeah, Scarface did. Oh, oh, oh! I'm looking at Goodfellas right now. But mm, crazy. Damn, that's yeah. That, uh, but finish your thought. Oh yeah, um, sheer volume. Oh yeah, yeah, sheer volume. Like we have, just off name recognition, Joe Pesci and De Niro put in some stellar performances, and Al Pacino. Uh, I definitely take him over Leota, but I will say because yeah. you have De Niro and Pacino, it's kind of, or De Niro and uh, uh, Pesci, it's kind of hard to to stack them up against Pacino because you know two is bigger than one type shit so that's kind of that's kind of where we're coming from uh but i will say Mm -hmm. performance wise i can it's i can i'll go goodfellas but like if we're talking leads i'm definitely going at pacino like pacino really for sure pacino was in. i also like the story a little more in scarface um yeah i think i think i can get behind that too it's just it's like it's goodfellas martin scorsese but like I'm gonna go Scarface. Whoa! I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go Scarface. Damn, ah, really? Yeah, Damn, really? I think I'm gonna go Scarface. I'm gonna I go was really Scarface. expecting the Goodfellas pick because I was. But it's a very loose Scarface. Like I can't be, I can't be persuaded. It's not okay. a like f you. Like this, this is this is where I'm gonna be. Okay, okay. Damn, that's that. That really means some shit because everybody knows how you feel about Scarface on this damn show. Right? Yeah. That's and like. So, <laughs> damn. Uh, I mean, and I was honestly prepared for Goodfellas just because like. I mean, like I said, all those things that I said about the movie, everyone feels that way. The movie is like, it's super iconic. People love it. Uh, Even if I'm not necessarily the biggest fan, it's still got tons and tons of fans. Tons of people uh, love it. It's got a, there's a reason it was a number two seed, had the second highest average of the Rotten Tomatoes scores on this list. Um, it's got a 4.5 on Letterboxd, uh, so that that obviously means something if you know what Letterboxd is. Um, let me see. In fact, I think it's ranked as like its number. It's like the 19th highest rated film on Letterboxd. So it's it, it's it's a uh, it's it's something. It's a really uh, influential film, if nothing else, because I, all that all what I said aside, it's still very much influential um and it's very uh meaningful to the to the to the culture pop culture uh it's influenced just everything it's it's got its it's got its hands everywhere as far as uh pop culture is concerned so um if anything i think i would go goodfellas because while i do enjoy scarface more uh and i think pacino is better than leota I think Scorsese is a much better director, or at least in this movie. Uh, and this movie is far better, uh, is, is much, be- is uh, far better constructed. So, like, I think Goodfellas is better directed, uh, just because Martin Scorsese uh, really did a great job with this one. Uh, Scarface, I, I don't think Scarface is necessarily badly directed, although it did win a Razzie for it. Uh, but I still think that. Uh, I th- I still think Goodfellas takes it in that regard. I think Goodfellas Goodfellas is better. Uh, uh, the edits in it are stronger. I'd say um, it's probably paced a little bit better. 
Uh, the ending of Goodfellas is better than the ending of Scarface, although both are pretty uh, uh, iconic, I'd say. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I think I'm going with Goodfellas just because, just off names, because De Niro and Pesci have built up enough goodwill for me as well as Scorsese. So even though I don't really care for the movie as much as Scarface, I still think it's a better movie than than uh, than Scarface. I can I can move to Goodfellas. I, I'm just thinking about what you said and that last 45 minutes of the helicopter scene, just how the tension just is like completely jettisoned once that begins. Mm-hmm. Um, Goodfellas moves on. Bet, bet that. Love to see it, or not really. Yeah, I mean, not really. But I mean, damn, it's it's so crazy that like I keep having to find myself in this position where I have to speak to the. I, I keep having to come to the fucking defense of Goodfellas, where I've literally only spent since I've seen the movie, I've spent all my time fucking it. disparaging that movie. Like it's so. Ah, uh, this is so weird for me. I feel like my skin is gonna fall off. Just uh, wait till the next matchup. <laughs> oh man. Oh, God. Uh, matchup number four of the Elite Eight. The last matchup of the Elite Eight, we got the number six seed, the Irishman, versus the number three seed, Pulp Fiction. We have the Irishman, released in 2019, directed by Martin Scorsese, written by Steven Zylon, uh, starring Robert De Niro, Al Pacino, Joe Pesci, and Stephen Graham. Frank, things have gotten out of hand with our friend again. And some people having serious problems with him. And uh, it's at a point where you're going to have to talk to him and tell him it's what it is. What it is? Yes, it's what they want. It's where it's got. And we have Pulp Fiction, released in 1994, directed by Quentin Tarantino, written by Quentin Tarantino and Roger Avery, starring John Travolta, Samuel L. Jackson, Uma Thurman, and Bruce Willis. Say what again? Say what again? I dare you. I double dare you, motherfucker. Say what one more goddamn time. (laughs) Now I see what you meant when you said... Wait for the next matchup. See, why can't Goodfellas ever get put up against a movie where it's like just a, a clear cut loser? Like exactly. If, if it was against either of these, I'd be like, oh, Goodfellas, you're out, easy, yeah, no question, done, yeah, like not even close. What the fuck, man? That's so. Oh my that's so goodness. annoying, man. Gosh, the Irishman and Pulp Fiction, man. There's two, oh. two two films that I personally uh, find to be perfect. Like I do not. I I think these are two flawless films. I can watch both of them on repeat. Uh, one of them is significantly longer than the other, but still, uh, like these are both two of Pulp Fiction was formative for me because I saw it. It wasn't the first Quentin Tarantino film that I'd seen, but it was uh, one that I saw and I was like, "Wait a second, I I, I think I wait wait what?" And then I want like I wanted to instantly start the movie over again as soon as I was done with it. It just blew my mind, and uh, The Irishman did something for me that I'd never expected it to do. Like I, the Irishman was a complete surprise for me. So, uh, man, I'm I'm in a I'm in a tough spot. Love both Scorsese and Tarantino. So I'm just I'm right. De, oh. De Niro's great, and so is Sam Jackson. Travolta, like I don't I'm not as I don't love him as much, but he's still great. Uma Thurman's great. Bruce Willis is great. 
uh, Pacino and Pesci are both great. Stephen Graham is great. Like, ah, oh, this is just fuck, man. <laughs> Why did this happen? It's your fault. This I mean, you. I'm sorry. I, I, how else would, how the fuck else were we supposed to do, the, do these goddamn seatings? Not like this. What, what that <laughs> ends up with the Irishman versus Pulp Fiction, but I think I have a leaning. Ah. I'm going to go ahead and put it out there. I'm going to put it in the universe. I'm leaning the Irishman just because... Uh, me too. If Okay. If no other reason, I'd say the Irishman, comparatively speaking, like the Irishman has, like, it literally follows the mob, whereas Pulp Fiction more so loosely follows a, a, a crew of gangsters. So, like, if we want to find... If we want to use that as a, as a kind of defining line... Yeah, I mean, it, it fits more of the genre... That we're discussing. Yeah, because like they both fit in it, but it's like if we had to pick which one fits more, it's definitely The Irishman. Yeah, and like you said, like these are both of these are perfect films. Like there's no clear cut way to to say that they're not. So man, it's just so ah, oh, it's so cap that like we can't have fucking Goodfellas go against something like this early. Like why couldn't this have happened? Why couldn't right. we have had like Goodfellas go up against Casino and like the Elite Eight or something like that? Bro, like, yeah, Casino would have easy. <laughs> man, I'm picking Casino in my sleep. Like bro, I'm picking what? Casino. I could be drunk and pick Casino. <laughs> <laughs> bro, casino every day of the week, twice on Sunday. What the fuck? Like come on now. <laughs> I twice on Sunday. <laughs> bro, what the fuck, man? That's so oh man. That's some tough shit right uh, yeah, there. Yeah, this is tough. But I'm going Irishman. I just really like... Um, I I like the story in Irishman a hair more than Pulp Fiction. I just love how uh, it's a multi-generational story. And not multi-generational, but just like it spans a lot of years. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it spans get, like said, at least two decades. Yeah, yeah. I mean... At least two. I don't, I don't want to say... Conf- I'm not confident, so I was, I'll stick to two, but it might be three. But I'll, I'm going to confidently say two. Spends a long time. Yes, but time. Uh, and I, I really like that, and I, I like the more linear style that they told the story in than Pulp Fiction, which is not a knock to Pulp Fiction whatsoever. Love the non-linear storytelling that Quentin Tarantino used, but I just personally liked that more for more for the Irishman. So, um, go the Irishman with yeah. not with with I want to be clear that there's zero knocks to Pulp Fiction. I yeah, just, definitely the Irishman. I'd say if I had to pick, like I said earlier, I think The Irishman fits a little bit better. And um, I will say there are, like, it's hard because in Pulp Fiction, there are moments, like, there are certain stories that are, like, my clear-cut favorites. Like, the everything with John Travolta and Samuel L. Jackson, both in the beginning and the end, my favorite parts of the entire movie. And so... If I'm looking at those, it might be like I might be in, in, inclined to pick Pulp Fiction, but even at that point, it just matters what you're picking on. And like I said earlier, like this is what that this is what the show is. This is we we took this genre, crime and gangster, uh, crime and yeah, crime and gangster genre, and uh, we got no, we, no 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 gangster and crime gangster oh. <laughs> <laughs> bro i'm sitting here thinking i actually made a mistake you ain't... <laughs> man fuck you um nah but seriously this is uh this is a tough one but i I'm, I'm gonna have to go with you right i'm rocking right there with you man the irishman so um well i guess let's recap everything that won in the elite eight before we move on to the final four 
Uh, matchup number one, we had uh, The Godfather. Congratulations. Yay! Matchup number two, we had uh, Reservoir Dogs. Congratulations. Uh, matchup number three, we had uh, Goodfellas. Congratulations. Yay! And then we had matchup number four, The Irishman. Congratulations. Congratulations, guys. Congratulations. Just let's give it up for him. Let's give it up for him. Congrats, congrats. Uh, y'all are moving on in, in our inaugural season. Got to the final four. Three more matchups before we decide our winner. Who's 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 excited? Me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go ahead and get into it. Uh, final four matchup number one. We have the number nine seed, The Godfather, versus the number four seed, Reservoir Dogs. Uh, the Godfather, released in 1972, directed by Francis Ford Coppola, written by Francis Ford Coppola and Mario Puzo. Starring Marlon Brando, Al Pacino, James Caan, and Richard S. Castellano. My wife is crying upstairs. I hear cars coming to the house. I think you should tell your Don what everyone seems to know. Well, I didn't tell Mama anything. I was about to come up and wake you just now and tell you. But you needed a drink first. Yeah. And now you've had your drink. And then we have Reservoir Dogs, released in 1992, directed by Quentin Tarantino, written by Quentin Tarantino and Roger Avery, starring Harvey Keitel, Tim Roth, Michael Madsen, and Chris Penn. I mean, everybody panics. Everybody. Things get tense. It's human nature. You panic. I don't care what your name is. You can't help it. So, um, love Reservoir Dogs, but I think... It's kind of hard for me to say that The Godfather doesn't move on. Yeah, uh, I would really love to hear your reasoning. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to sit here and listen to hear you stroke Tarantino as you sent The Godfather home. I really would have loved to have seen you do nah, that. No, nah, no, I, I, I can't do that. I can't do that. Coppola's a Coppola's a fantastic director. I've only seen a few of his a few of his works, um, but all that stuff aside, The Godfather, if for no other reason, fits this. Uh, this this. works what is he a poet <laughs> i mean he's works. an artist he's an artiste he's a director a film director i consider film directors an artist just as much as i would consider a poetry a poet an artist call me crazy you're not crazy i just never thought of it that way yeah yeah would you look at that would hey, hey our friendship is that just us helping each other see things differently bro i have never helped you see a damn thing differently. <laughs> don't start lying <laughs> Just told that bold-faced-ass <laughs> lie to the people. <laughs> you know you think I'm stupid. What is clean? Bro, so good, though. Bro, Cap, you know you done helped me see some shit differently. Just yeah, in bro. this season alone, in our under-review episodes alone, we've had some meaningful conversations. I've come away learning, or at least thinking, at least a little bit differently than I did when we first sat down to record. That's awesome, bro. I'm glad I was able to, to impart upon you. Oh yeah, of course, man. I appreciate you. You, I would, I would do this show with no one else, except maybe like three other people. I mean, oh, uh, yeah. 
Okay, you have made it very clear that I'm replaceable, but it's okay. Oh. <laughs> He's lying. That very clear. He is lying to y'all, bro. He, he is, told me every time we record, he'd be like, bro, I got two niggas begging for your seat, but don't lose it. <laughs> bro, he is lying to y'all. Do not believe yeah, bro, this nonsense. I, I had to win the job, y'all. <laughs> and I only made it because of injury. <laughs> bro, I promise, he is lying to y'all. Do not believe him. He is he is full of it. He is full of it, folks. Uh, uh, no, but for real, for real, uh, the Godfather... As much as I love Reservoir Dogs, I love The Godfather a little bit more. And uh, if for no other reason, it fits this season a bit more. Uh, performances across the board, though, great. Uh, I'd say the score, I'm definitely picking The Godfather. Direction, um, I'd probably go The Godfather, but it's it's a close one. Like Tarantino did a phenomenal job with this one. So it's, it's a good one. It's a really tough matchup, but I think... Um, it's one of those like it's it's close in the first half like Reservoir Reservoir Dogs is putting up a good fight but uh, in the second half uh, the Godfather kind of tightens up realizes that they're the better team and uh, they pull away and they end up winning this one comfortably so that's where I'm coming from I'm picking the Godfather what what about you Yeah man I'm gonna go ahead and pick the Godfather um, it's definitely not an obvious choice but you know like you said it fits the season a little bit more. Um, I like the characters uh, in The Godfather a little bit more. Do they just like sheer connection and like that theme of family being, you know, brought home? Um, Reservoir Dogs, of course, they're a little more spread out. They don't really have a connection, just the fact that they're working this job together. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I'm definitely going The Godfather. Yeah, I like that. I didn't even think about it like that. See, there you go. Helping me see things differently. I didn't even consider the fact that The Godfather uh, thematically means a lot more because it's uh, about familial ties than something like. Excuse me, uh, Reservoir Dogs. Like I, I definitely can see if for, if for no other reason this season familial ties feels like a, a, the much better fit. So exactly. Uh, but yeah, so uh, congratulations to uh, the Godfather. Let's move on to the last matchup of the uh, final four. It's a damn shame it made it this far, but we have the number two seed Goodfellas versus the number six seed The Irishman. Uh, Goodfellas, released in 1990, directed by Martin Scorsese, written by Martin Scorsese and Nicholas Pileggi, starring Ray Liotta, Robert De Niro, Joe Pesci, and Lorraine Bracco. To me, being a gangster was better than being president of the United States. Even before I first wandered into the cab stand for an after-school job, I knew I wanted to be a part of them. It was there that I knew that I belonged. To me, it meant being somebody in a neighborhood that was full of nobodies. They weren't like anybody else. I mean, they did whatever they wanted. They double-parked in front of a hydrant, and nobody ever gave them a ticket. In the summer, when they played cards all night, nobody ever called the cops. And then we have The Irishman, released in 2019, directed by Martin Scorsese, written by Steven Zylon, starring Robert De Niro, Al Pacino, Joe Pesci, and Stephen Graham. Either way, he's going. Uh, I will say, I said it's a damn shame that the God, that the Goodfellas has made it this far, but I bet that sounds weird coming from me since I've been the one that's been arguing for it every round. 
So you would arguing for yeah, pretty much. You, you would think that I'm happy. I'm like, if I wanted it gone so bad, I would have stopped arguing for it. But I, I didn't say I make sense, guys. Y'all just stop questioning shit and just listen to the episode. Keep going. Anyway, um, where where are you going, man? What would you picking? I feel like I already know, but just as a formality, we gotta talk about it a little bit. I'm go Goodfellas. Let me tell you why. I just really believe Martin Scorsese was in his bag when he made this film. Really, Yoda's performance was perfect. I mean, I think that... Honestly, I think the Joe Pesci and Robert De Niro add-ons was a little much, but mm. you know, just to kind of bolster Ray Liotta's performance. But honestly, Ray Liotta really did this. Um, his relationship with this woman was great. The The score was amazing. I mean, I really think it picked up the proverbial torch that was left by uh, On the Waterfront um, and just ran with it. This is the quintessential gangster film, one of the best I've ever seen, um, and I and it deserves to win this entire season. Good fellas. Damn it. Um uh, <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> um uh, 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 <laughs> really don't know what to say. Uh what? <laughs> Uh, uh, <laughs> Negro, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, bro. It, it hey, it's what it is. Hey, you're gonna use a <laughs> quote from the Irishman to talk about why the Irishman loses? <laughs> what the fuck? It's it's what it is. <laughs> hey, I'm calling. I'm fucking with y'all, boys, man. It's obviously the Irishman. Oh God, I I I got I I knew that, but a part of me was still worried. Like a part of me was really sitting in here, really concerned. Like, oh my gosh, like this man is really about to pull a motherfucking one eighty on my ass and go in the other fucking direction. Like, what's that? That's a that's a logo. That's a logo shot in the fourth. (laughs) Bro, (laughs) that was not. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and it was shot by motherfucking uh, Kyle Kuzma. Like, that shit was not fucking cash. <laughs> that shit was not cash. That shit was a motherfucking brick. And I'm so glad it bricked. Because if Goodfellas was moving on to the fucking championship, I don't know if I would want to do that. Because fuck that. No, this movie does not deserve all that damn season praise. Season would just never end. <laughs> nope. Mm-mm. We're just moving on to another one. We're just doing another season. Nope. Hey, yo, who won last season? I don't know. Don't even worry about it. No, I just, uh, who cares? Fuck it. Uh, hey, man, I'm very glad to hear that you uh, are right where, right there with me, the Irishman. I'm right there with you, man. Uh, needless to say, I mean, we said it earlier. How if the good if Goodfellas had seen the Irishman earlier, it would have been fucking easy. And here we are, Goodfellas are seeing the Irishman, and what's happening? It's fucking losing. That's what it. That's what's happening. Um, it is pretty it's it's pretty crazy though. There's like a uh these movies are what's that, thirty years apart? Uh twenty nine years apart and it's nothing if not impressive. Uh man, it's just fucking fucking crazy. But uh yeah, Martin Scorsese uh outdid himself in my per- in my personal opinion. Yeah. 
Goodfellas cannot. Uh, I don't. I won't say can't hold the candle because Goodfellas is still a very good movie. But The Irishman is just next level. The Irishman is just. It's a whole fire. Ah, uh, yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, the, the, the Goodfellas ain't really on that level. But um, no. hey man, I'm glad we got it. We uh, we 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 got something. We got something worked out, man. We uh, we finished the final four. Uh, matchup. Moving on the championship, we have. The number nine seed, the Godfather, uh, going up against the number six seed, the Irishman, in the championship round. Stay tuned for next episode, Yay! the championship round. We have uh, two lower level seeds, actually. Not nothing from the top four has made it this far. Pretty, pretty, uh, pretty exciting. Pretty exciting stuff. That's I guess that's what happens when you use Rotten Tomatoes to uh, fucking seed your shit. But hey, it is what it is. Uh, this is a pretty, pretty short one, if I'm not mistaken. Which I mean. I expected because there wasn't that much to do in this one. Uh, but we got a we got a short one. We got a quick one uh, coming off the fucking presses for you guys. Uh, coming, uh, fuck. I mean, you don't need to know when we're recording this. We could be recording this at Thursday at one a.m. and then the episode could go out at seven a.m. Y'all not gonna know the difference. But no, that's not happening. Uh, anyway, uh, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> that is definitely not happening. That is too much of a turnaround. Uh, at any rate. Uh, so that that's it, folks. Appreciate y'all for listening. Uh, please share your opinions. Uh, we've been doing the polls on our Instagram. Uh, we're gonna announce the winner for all that stuff. Uh, on the show, we're not gonna we're we're gonna be posting the elite eight stuff and uh, whatnot. Uh, as of as of releasing this, actually, nah. I think I think we'll post that that elite eight stuff on on Thursday. So. When y'all hearing this for the first time, if you're hearing it on Thursday, if that is, then you'll see the polls on our Instagram. Make sure y'all go vote on those uh, for the Elite Eight, and then we'll do the Final Four the next day. But uh, uh, other than that, let us know what y'all are thinking about the show though, though, uh, so far. Um, should Goodfellas have won uh, easily? Is The Untouchables the biggest snub? Should it have made it to the championship round? Hell no, to the no, no, no. I know Quattro probably thinks so, but I was not going to let him do that. Um, Shut up. <laughs> uh, man. So, uh, where can they work? Oh, um, silly me. Y'all can, you already know you can find the show uh, anywhere you get podcasts. Uh, you can find us on social media at brackets underscore B-rolls everywhere that matters. Uh, and you can find, where can they find you at, Quattro? You can catch me on Instagram at Quattro IV with the P between the C and the U. Spelling that C period U A T R O I V. Catch me on Twitter at Quattro IV underscore. Again, C U A T R O I V underscore. Um, yeah, check me out. Hey, I'm 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 really happy to know that you've changed your your uh your your Twitter handle. Bro, I would have done it. Years ago, had I know I could, so <laughs> red Kool Aid three one seven. Would you look at that shit, man? That is, I'm so glad I don't have to put that in the episode notes anymore. <laughs> Every time I look at that shit, I'm like, nigga, ain't nobody following this account. What the fuck? <laughs> red Kool Aid three one seven sounds like a meme account. Bro, it's not. I promise. I feel like I feel like I got okay tweets, y'all. Y'all, y'all should follow me. Let me know. Yeah, I mean, you, you be tweeting some alright stuff sometimes, every once in a while. I don't like that shit, though. I don't be seeing it, bro. When I see it, I like it, I promise. Uh, okay. I, I see my your feet, stuff. I like your stuff. 
Well, that's probably because I follow more people than you do. My feed probably has a lot more things on it than yours does. Bro, you might. Yeah, see, there you go. I'm coming at you with facts. Cold, hard facts. And you don't want to hear them facts. Bro, did I just listen to them? I said, what? you know what? In episode time. <laughs> Y'all can find me on Instagram. Flyguy.ty. Two eyes and motherfucking tie. Fuck. God damn it. I'm trying to be cool and I messed up. Uh, I'm sorry, guys. Y'all can find me on Catch me on Instagram. Flyguy.ty. Two eyes and fly. Uh... Uh, you can find me on Twitter at FlyGuyTy7, Two Eyes and Fly Again, of course. Uh, I'm very sorry for trying to be cool there. I should know my place. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hey, I should know my place. Uh, thanks thanks for tuning in. Uh, really appreciate y'all. It's been a lot of fun. Hope y'all are having as much fun as we are. Uh, we'll be catching y'all, though, soon. Episode 9, the championship, the final fucking round. Uh, and rest assured, I know y'all are probably thinking how we're going to make an entire episode work with one matchup. I promise it'll work. I promise we will give y'all at least 30 minutes of content off that one matchup in that one episode. I promise you it'll work. Don't, don't, don't question it. Just, just know it'll happen. It's going to work. Just, 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 just let it happen. Uh, if y'all want us to do any under reviews, let us know. There's a lot of new shit coming out this summer. A lot of fun shit. I'm really excited for it. Uh, if y'all want us to talk about any of that shit, let us fucking know. Uh, but I think that's about it. You got anything else? You got anything for him, man? Bro, I think I'm straight. I think I'm straight, man. Love y'all boys. You got any, uh, you got any, uh, 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 gym tips? Bro, do I have a gym tip? Man, gym tips, gym tips. Um, okay. Here's a gym tip. Fellas, fellas, women too, but more so fellas. I absolutely promise you, the gym is not the place to, to, to try to get girls. I promise. Almost oh. <laughs> every woman that comes to the gym is just there to work out. I promise. I'm looking for a husband. <laughs> I've seen so many dudes crash and burn. And I'm like, dude, like, leave her alone. <laughs> she's just here to work out. Like, she's so, on the squat rack, bro. Like, she bro, doesn't like, want your number. <laughs> bro, exactly. Those your gym tip for the day. Gym tip, gym tip, folks. Uh, I got three more shifts till the next episode, so I'm sure I'll, have, I'll be prepared for more. <laughs> oh, yes, sir. Uh, yeah, keep that gym tip in mind. Um, hey, that's some real shit. But, uh, damn, way to, way, to, way to end the episode with some facts, man. Um, hey, don't be a creep. Don't be a, don't be a, a weirdo, uh, dude. But um, without further ado, brackets and B-rolls. B-rolls. B-rolls.